You're listening to the Elevate Your Aid podcast. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and this is episode 18. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, I wanted to read this week's five-star review. It's called Elevating My Eight, and it's submitted by Bat 1973. Chris provides easily digestible and helpful tips, tricks, and truths in her informative podcast. If you are trying to manage your time better, Chris can help you get there without taking up too much of it. Thank you, Bat1973. That was super motivating, and I love getting these reviews. If you have a, a spare second when you're done with today's show, I would love it if you would go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Today, we're talking about cabin fever, and I also will be sharing with you a new sponsor. Yay! This podcast finally has its own website. Another yay! ElevateYourAge.com is where you can find all things related to this show. You can listen to previous episodes. You can learn about your host and the philosophy of Elevate Your Eight. And you can connect with me in other ways as well. So I would love for you to check it out. ElevateYour8.com. Now, let's hit up today's episode. You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja, Chris McPeak, will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you, sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how you can incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you are in the right place. Here's your host, author, educator, and karaoke queen, Chris McPeak. Hey everybody, happy Monday. This is Chris McPeak and I'm going live on Career Changers Mastermind and I'm going to go ahead and record this and see if I can yank a podcast out of it later this week. Um, I hope everybody had a great weekend and that if you are in Southern California, you're enjoying the lovely weather that we're having. If you are in the Midwest, you have my deepest apologies and condolences because it's my understanding that y'all are getting some pretty effing shitty uh, cold temperatures, which reminds me of when Charles and I moved to Chicago and he experienced 20 degree below zero temperatures for the first time. Hi, Gretchen. How are you, my dear? Um, so yeah, I mean, it is January, so I know that that means that there's bad weather other places other than California. And so I feel guilty complaining over the fact that we had all that rain because now it's gorgeous and I'm really happy about that. But anyway, um, that in particular got me thinking about what I used to call cabin fever when I worked in college housing. And for me, Back in those days, the month of February was always the worst month of the year, both for students and for professionals. And the mindset that I have coming with that is from a student perspective. So, okay, February, either you're two or three weeks into class or maybe a full month into class, I don't know, um, but you're coming off of winter break. 
So you've already been out of school for about three weeks, maybe longer, depending on what your school schedule is. Um, More than likely, you've been at home and you've been doing whatever the parentals or your family members have you do during the winter holidays. And now you're coming back to school um, after having been away and putting up with parents or siblings or high school friends, all that kind of stuff. Um, You may or may not have had a successful fall semester. So you might be coming back to school to have to really rethink your studies and how you want to approach your academic career. And I know... February is the month of Valentine's Day, and for some people that holds a really, really awful stigma, which I don't remember myself when I was in college, but apparently now it's like a huge, big deal. So many anti-Valentine's Day people out there, but I get it. Um, and so when you take those all those things in consideration, so you've got potentially really crappy weather. You've got a holiday that comes with some pretty loaded emotions, or it can come with some loaded emotions. You've got, coming me off, the winter holidays, however you celebrate them, spending additional time with family and friends that you don't see all the time, and you have the pressure of potentially having to really get back on the stick with your academics. And I will tell you, I am of the personal opinion that this does carry over into the real world as well, regardless. I mean, even if you worked during the period between Christmas and New Year's, even if you had to go to work, if you work in retail or you work in a corporate job where your office doesn't close, um, you know, probably some of you took vacation, probably some of you had some time off and you know, you do those holiday things that you do, the holidays are exhausting and New Year's is exhausting and trying to go back to work after all of that celebratory stuff over the holidays is exhausting. I know I've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, So you have that pressure, item one. And then even though my brain has these double double thing where it comes to what a year is. So I I can think on the calendar year and I think on the academic year. And now that I work in a nonprofit too at a college campus, I also think in terms of a fiscal year. So to say like last year, air quotes, um, last year could be defined as 2018, but last year could also be 2017 if you're talking about the previous academic year or the previous fiscal year anyway so getting that out of the out of the way it's 2019 it's a new year it's a new calendar year and so whether you're in academia or or not you're still 2019 is here and now we're thinking about things like resolutions and creating change and setting goals and doing all that kind of stuff I'm huge with that stuff I dig that stuff so much I'm not a resolutions person as much as I am like goal setting and kind of putting together a plan for the year but you've got that pressure along with it too so it's almost February, it's really easy to start to get bogged down into this concept of cabin fever where you get really unmotivated, you're not happy about the weather, things are stressing you out, and so shit, how do we get out of the mode of cabin fever? So the first thought I have is that you have to work backwards and think about 
what you did in January that worked for you and what didn't work for you. And now let's rethink how we can do those things in February in a way that gives us joy. And I think that that's really important to getting over whatever funk you might be having, um, you know, coming off of the end of the year, the winter break, that kind of stuff. So that's one thing that's that's important is is getting a sense of what you're doing well, what you're not doing well, and, and how can you shift that to do things that give you joy. Secondly, do something completely different, completely not in your wheelhouse, something you've never done before. Just go and do something different, completely unique for you, and experience something new. Go and say that you're doing something for the first time and give that a whirl. And I think that that's an important thing to try in this time because um, it's going to give you a sense of bravery and confidence and, a, and an opportunity to go achieve things that you hadn't thought you were you know, capable of doing. So for me right now, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, I talk about my swim team a lot and my husband is our coach. And right now we're doing this really, really odd foundation training for our, um, our stroke technique and our endurance and things like that. And I cannot do butterfly to save my life. I'm really bad at it. And when he tells us we have to do a fly drill and practice, I'm the first person to put my hand up and say, can I wear fins, honey? Um, and, and so <laughs> today he's like, no, there's no fins today. No fins on butterfly. We're going to actually do this drill straight up with no fins because, you know, you can't do fins in practice or I'm sorry, in competition. So why would you? Anyway, so I, I did two laps of 25 of fly with no fence. Now granted, I was really, really slow and I did not feel like I was moving at any point in this mess, but I got it done. And so now I'm thinking my confidence about butterfly is, I mean, it's still not great, but it's better than it was before. And I, it makes me want to keep trying. Like I didn't feel so miserable doing that one thing that it, I said like, okay, well screw this. I'm never going to do butterfly again. No, I want to get better and I want to improve and I want to figure out how to master this. So that's something something else that you can do. I'm so excited to talk to you about today's new sponsor, FabFitFun. Have you heard of these guys? It's a quarterly and seasonal subscription box featuring eight to 10 full-size beauty, health, and fitness products. My winter 2018 box was valued at $326 and featured brands like Thrive Cosmetics, Mark & Graham, Way of Will and Bite Beauty, among several others. You can semi-customize your boxes each month by choosing, quote, this or that, end quote. You can receive $10 off your first subscription box by going to fabfitfun.com and use the coupon code ELEVATE at checkout. That way you'll be getting more than $200 worth of full-size products at only 40 bucks. That's fabfitfun.com and use the coupon code ELEVATE at checkout. I love these guys and I know that you will too. Back to the show. Uh, a third thing that you can do to break out of cabin fever is to really and truly think about your health and your fitness. And again, um, you know, start a new habit. I have been horrible about drinking water. And my friend Phoebe, Phoebe, I don't know if you're out there, but if you are, thank you. Phoebe and her boyfriend Chris bought me this fantastic jug thing for my birthday. I think it's 68 ounces. It's got a big, huge, beautiful straw on it. And it's a really um, fantastic like handle so I can take it around with me and, and hold it that way. And um, 
And so I'm going to start bringing that to work and filling it up in the morning when I get to the office and then just putting it right here on my desk so I can see it. And seriously, there's no way that this Hongan thing could hide because it's huge. It's like, I don't know, this tall. Um, and it'll be here on my desk all the time. And it's sort of one, <laughs> it's almost hideous. It's so big. Um, so there's no way I can ignore it. And there's no way that anybody else will be able to ignore it either. So it's just going to be a really good way for me to emphasize drinking water and getting those fluids, those healthy fluids into my body, staying hydrated, that kind of thing. So that's another thing that I can do to um, escape cabin fever. And I'm trying to think of some other things that I want to share. Let's see. You can find new ways to entertain yourself. Um, this time of year is exciting for me because I love to watch award shows. And when I became when I became a runner, I started going to fewer and fewer movies. Like my weekend used to be nothing but movies. I would see two and three movies a weekend religiously, whether I had friends go with me or not. That didn't matter. Um, I went to a ton. But when you become a runner and you start increasing your mileage, it's hard to carve time to, you know, be at a movie theater for nine hours. So that has sort of reduced itself in my weekend time. And of course, if there's a swim meet weekend right now, I'm not going to make it to the movie theater. Forget that. But I love award shows anyway. That doesn't really change things, um, even if I haven't seen the film. So the Golden Globes were two weeks ago. The SAG Awards were last night. And the Academy Awards are just right around the corner. So I'm sort of reminding myself like, you know, hey, McPeak, you actually like to go to the movies, even though you don't always think you have the time for it. So what I've tried to tell myself is I would like to go see a movie at least once a month. And if I can go every other weekend, that would be even better. There's a theater that's close to my house. They have a, a good matinee price that I can live with because good Lord Jesus, it movies are so expensive now and particularly here in Los Angeles. It is bad, bad. Um, but anyway, so I... So far this year, I've seen two movies. I saw Vice, and this weekend I saw Glass. So I got those two out of the way. Um, so yeah, two, three more weeks, I'll go see something else, or maybe this next weekend I'll go see something else. It will depend entirely on the weekend schedule and what social commitments are out there and whether or not there's a, a swim meet to go to. So I think that's four, four ways that you can break out of cabin fever. So the first one is to take stock of January, what went well, what didn't go well, and then how can you reverse the negative trends and increase the positive trends? So that's one thing. The second thing that you can do is to do something completely and totally different that you're not used to doing. For me, that was trying to do butterfly by myself with no fins. The third thing that you can do is to really do something positive to nourish your body, take care of your body. Um, I'm going to be drinking a shit ton of water with my big old water bottle that Phoebe and Chris gave me for my birthday. And then the fourth thing is to stay entertained and find fun ways to, um, to keep your spirits up and entertain yourself. So that is my conversation for today. For right now, I think I'm gonna go home. And you guys are great and I appreciate you and please leave comments and we'll see you next time. Adios.